On today's episode, Laura and Kirby talk to special guest Jennifer Dunn about experiences in participating in sports with their children. They also talk about the obstacles and successes they have had in activities such as dance. Jennifer can be found on her blog and Facebook supporter page, Keeping Up With Kaya. She is also a co-host for the podcast Table for Five, No Reservations Required. Welcome to Episode 6. Please remember that all the opinions you hear on our show, whether from our hosts or guests, are their own. They don't represent anyone else's views or endorsements. So listen in for fun and learning, or remember, it's all up to you how you use it. Thanks for tuning in and joining us on this adventure. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Yes to Inclusion. This is Laura Wingler and Kirby Morgan. We are here today with our next guest, Jennifer Dunn. Uh, Jennifer, come introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi. Hello, ladies. Thank you for having me. Um, I have an 11-year-old daughter, Kaya, who is on the autism spectrum. She is amazing (laughs) and fun and funny. And I write about her over on Keeping Up With Kaya. Talk about our autism journey. The three of us actually met, funny story, through Coop's Troops, which is yes. from Kate Swenson of Finding Cooper's Voice. Um, amazing support community over there. Um, we've met so many amazing people there. I feel like there's been so many births of podcasts and blogs and things that have come from that group. Um, I have and one too. <laughs> Jennifer actually started her own supporter page for, for Kaya, which is absolutely fantastic. So we're really excited. Really excited. Go check it out. Really exciting. Especially yeah. if you have a girl on the spectrum, because we always hear about guys on the spectrum, and it's just coincidence that both of you have girls on the spectrum. Well, Laura, we were chatting. I also do a podcast with four other special needs moms, and there's five of us, and four of us have girls on the spectrum. So it's awesome, <laughs> you know, um, Kate's group brought us all together, which was awesome because then it, you know, all these little side things popped yeah, up and it's just it's been, fantastic. Yeah. We've like built villages that have gone across so many yes. states, countries. It's been amazing. Yes. It's awesome. Thanks, Kate Sunson. Yeah. Yes. We all Shout out. Kate. Shout out. <laughs> so, um. We love to talk about inclusion, and today we're going to talk about, like, activities, like sports or dance and things like that. And I know both of you have daughters that take dance, (laughs) where I have a son that um, plays soccer, and I'm actually going to try a special needs baseball team with Jaden, but I haven't done that yet. But since you guys have... Can you guys talk to me a little bit about how, you know, finding the right place or being successful in an activity like dance or a sport? I had a hard time finding a place. Kaya really wanted to do ballet. And I couldn't get anyone to call me back. And I didn't know how she'd be in a class setting. I just didn't know. Um, So uh, someone that I knew that I knew that I knew someone through someone, you know, that story, right? So uh, owned a dance studio locally. And she reached, she reached out to me, hey, uh, you know, heard you're looking, Kaya wants to dance. Do you want to give it a try? Um, and we've been with her, oh my goodness, um, 
almost three years, I think, like on a, you know, with a break, kind of, there was a little bit of a break and they're fantastic. We do private classes. Kaya really wants to dance with a group of people, but her dance teacher's like, even though she can learn the dances and stuff, um, it just, she's just worried it would be overwhelming for her. I don't think it would. I think she'd be fine. And hopefully we get to that at some point, but they're fantastic. They, they make it work for her. They, um, we go every Wednesday. She looks so forward to it. Her, so she's had two dance teachers. One was good, but this one's fantastic. Um, we came back this week, you know, example, after being off for the long winter break and she actually didn't want to stay. And her dance teacher said, well, do you want to listen to the Nutcracker? Which she knows is Kaya's favorite. So she just got her there, um, just got her stretching on the ground and, um, it's just really in tune with her. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, yeah, so that's been a, a big hit. Um, and then we did gymnastics and that wasn't good. And that wasn't a setting with kids. So I guess I could see maybe how the ballet would be, maybe would be overwhelming for her. She, um, Kai is a visual learner. You know, you can't talk at her too much. You know, she'll get overwhelmed and um, she could get confused with, you know, too much coming at her and then she'll start crying. And uh, that's what happened at gymnastics. It just wasn't a good fit. The pace was too fast. She, you know, teachers, as many times as I said, could you just quickly show her, just show her what you want to do. She's not understanding when you're telling her all this stuff. So that didn't work. Ballet has been fantastic. Yeah. Dan dance has actually been, when she was like three, maybe actually not even three, like two and a half. I put her in dance because I thought it would be cute. And she didn't know. She did really well because at that point she was the only kid in the class. And I guess they were waiting for enrollment and the owner must not have noticed that nobody else enrolled. And it was just like her getting private lessons with these two, like one was the helper and one was the, um, like a younger teacher. So she got a good, like four months of that until they said, Oh, we're going to cancel this class because it's only her, you know? And they gave me options of other times and they were crowded. And I was like, no, I'm good. Cause I just could tell that it would be too much. Um, and shortly after at that point they had closed that studio. Cause I was like, maybe I'll revisit it. I just didn't, I could see sometimes she'd have a, a hard time. So then I, I waited like another year and we did another studio with a friend um, who had gone and the music was too loud. Like she put her hands on her ear. She'd cry. She just kept coming and sitting in the lobby with me. She wasn't being unruly or anything. She just didn't. The noise was too much or she'd get upset. And she just didn't get excited about going. She didn't want to go. She just didn't care. And the place was amazing. They actually were willing to work with me. They're, they were very, they were trying. They were willing to make all kinds of accommodations. And, and, I, and it was me that said, no, I just don't if this is, this is for her, if I want her to be here, it's because she wants to be here and she looks forward to it and she enjoys it. And it just wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like her. that. And it wasn't their fault. It just wasn't, I could just tell she didn't want to be in the room with, with mm -hmm. 10 other kids and all the yeah. noise. So I had given up on it. And then <laughs> this year she had, she had said to me, I want to do dance again. And I'm like, Oh God. <laughs> like, like, Hi, do you oh my for me? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, oh God, like it's been a while. Because like, like, when you're Hi. in kindergarten, I guess it's cute if they're, you know, I don't want to sit in there, but when you're in second grade, it's not as cute. But I did happen to come across, it was just like fate. I just happened to come across an adapt a local adaptive dance class. So I'm like, oh, what's that? And I called them and they were amazing. And one of her little friends that she's known forever here also goes. 
and there was like a group of her and like two other girls who were her age and they're they're all amazing like they they really love it and then there's older kids in the class and they have like they this is like the younger one there's a boy in there they have like the some of the older kids who are teenagers who are like peer mentors which is really charming and my daughter like looks up to some of them and they're really nice it's it's just a nice that's environment really nice. yeah it's and it's i don't have to worry because it's, they have like an ot in there they have a lot of helpers ah. they have yeah it, and this is like the chart. it's like how long to drive across the country <laughs> yeah right there and the teacher is so amazing like they're just they understand i don't have to apologize constantly for weird things she says or just things that they yeah would have i just it doesn't have that i don't have that you know when you're, you're you have like your waiting for something or just horrified like the gymnastics we went and did a trial we didn't even make it through the trial we were there 15 minutes she'd never been there the teacher was just not interested in having a new student in the class and it was just so she she was infatuated with like the um they had some kind of tunnel and she just kept going up to it and they kept directing her back and then she got mad and she was like stamping her feet and she came and she hit me and all the pain, you know, pay people were looking at me. Like, it was just like one of those situations where, you know, I'm like, great. This is. Hi, we're the new people. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it becomes like, great. Here we are. We're being stared at. Other parents are giving me looks. And another, you know, about 10 minutes later, she just kept being interested. And they didn't give me the chance to like, let her see the room or walk around. Like she'd never been there before. She been was excited. Before, yeah. And the. They actually said to me, the parents in the room said to me, she's ruining gymnastics for my child. I pay to be here. She's ruining the class. And I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. That's so hard. I would have been like, your kid is not Mary Lou. She is not going to the Olympics. I want to burst your bubble. (laughs) Well, this was, yeah, it was just, I ended up just getting her stuff and, like, carrying her out crying. And I was just, the the place was just nasty. I just never... They were just so rude. Like, I just would never go back there again. Well, youth sports are very intense. Like, I never knew this. And yeah. I like, naively signed my son up for soccer. And they came over to me and were like, hi, your son is really talented. And we'd really like for him to try out for our club team. So I didn't know what that was. But I was like, okay, sure. What, what do we do? And so we go there. And it's like intense and then other people come up to me and say hi i work for xyz organization can he come try out here he's seven he's a seven-year-old but i'm telling you the games and things the parents are so intense that i could really understand where it'd be really hard for one of a child that needs extra support to thrive because it's so much more intense than I ever imagined. And I can't imagine being a seven-year-old on the field or in a, an event with these people yelling and talking at me the way mm-hmm. that they are. Well, it was crazy. At the time with the gymnastics thing, she was three years old. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Was this like the Olympics? Like, I don't understand. Like, Well, <laughs> I, found, I actually did find that with the, maybe it's the gymnastics thing. I found the instructor to be curt and she just just couldn't give me 30 seconds of her time to just 
listen to me. I'm like, this isn't working. <laughs> I have a kid crying. This is not working. And she just literally didn't care that Kai was in tears on the mat. She could have cared less. Yeah. You know? um, but what I will say about ballet, I forgot, is, you know, because she really does want to dance with the kids. Um, there used to be a class that would follow her after. And a couple times she's had some of the little girls come up. Quite a few. So there's like a little class. Um, and that Kaya dance with them like the last 10 minutes Aww. of her class. And then she had her join them um, for a dance. And then she has a private student now that she, uh, the girl's probably 15. So she's a little pre prima ballerina. And she had her do a big thing for Kaya and then let Kaya dance with her. And it was really cute. So things like that, just literally this teacher is just, you know, she knows she wants to be a part of it. She truly believes it would be too much for her but then finds a way to make that happen for her. You know what I mean? In those moments. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. So See, thankful for that studio. That's, so thankful. That's awesome. See, it's funny because Allie never done any kind of performance ever. And for Christmas, they did like a little winter thing. It was just her class. We went into the classroom. The parents were invited. They had a little party and they did this whole cute little, little Christmas songs. They did this dance. And Allie did a really nice job. I was like, oh my God, wow. Like she's actually doing the dancing. And then at the end, she runs in the front of the, and I have on the video, it's so funny. She runs in the front and my heart is sinking. I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, here we go. It's happening. Like she runs in the front and she jumps on the teacher's back. And I'm like, what on earth is happening? Like, oh my God, what are you doing? And I'm like, okay, you're in your safe space. These are all special needs parents. They're not, they're not going to attack you like other ones. <laughs> but then apparently she went on her back. It was part of the show. Like it was staged. Like they planned this whole like, thing. Oh <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Because I'm just like, oh, I can hear it. It's coming. Because that's how like traumatized I feel from, from trying different things with her as a kid. And then just always having to deal with people yelling at me. Like you're not given any grace. So I can, can't imagine being in like an intense sporting situation. Like Jackson's team with Jaden. I could never imagine that because that just wouldn't work for him. Well, you mentioned performance. It's all coming back to me. Pre-COVID, she actually got to do a recital, and it was adorable. She's Aww. this little tiny thing in this little pink thing, and she did it to the Taylor Swift Shake It Off. And right before Kaya took the stage, it was the first time she'd never done this before, I heard the um, owner of the dance studio go on the mic and say, all right, we have a special guest coming up next. Um, we're going to ask that there's no applause or cheering, please, as we don't want to startle her. And uh, if we could get the music turned down. And I said, oh, my God, you are amazing. But this girl loves the applause. <laughs> this girl loves the cheers. So please, please let the people cheer. She will love that. But the fact that she got up there and thought ahead to the noise and they dimmed the lights and they dimmed, they turned the music down a little bit. I was just like, that. that's those are good people. I mean, she yeah. doesn't have a special ed child, uh, um, a special needs child. So, yeah. and there's no one else in the dance studio that Kai is the only student there that has special needs. So I just thought that was over the top. We love to talk about how uh, places can be inclusive. So it's important to us that like to hear those things because we want places to not automatically get the phone call that hi i have a child with special needs that needs xyz and say no yeah like 
because that's usually the first thing that I get when I call even a new doctor. Like mm -hmm. I automatically get shut down with a no. So it's very important to us to try to brainstorm and bring ideas of how places can be more inclusive. I'm always looking for oh, yeah. like there, everyone I know talks about Miracle League for boys. They talk about all these things, but I don't have a miracle. Like I'm in very populated Southern California and within an hour drive is no adaptive sports. I don't know about dance because I don't think he would do dance. I think that he would be like, why did you bring me here? Or he'd be looking for the speaker. Yeah. Because he likes to put his ears to the vibration of the music. That's where he'd be. He'd be like up laying on the speaker. That'd be Jaden. But I really have tried so hard to find places. And even when Jackson was in Tiny Soccer, I, I went up to the lady and I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. You know, you could have, like, like this is parent participation for two-year-olds. So why can't parents participate with older kids and help guide them so that they could actually do something? Because I feel like the places give a hard no because they just think we want to drop our kid off and go versus tell us what we need to do. What do I know. you think? We almost need to have, like, a community of parents in different areas that start these these programs and if there was a little baseball thing here then i could create a little cheerleading thing right right well, then I, it would all go together well i actually did find a little baseball thing so we'll see how it goes i'm not sure however i have not know nothing about it but i'm gonna look into it and see how adaptive they really are and how willing they are to be flexible for someone with needs like Jaden's needs. But like you said, Kirby, I literally could not get a call back. And I'd give yeah. my quick spiel. Hi, I'm calling my daughter. My daughter's autism. She'd really like to dance. I don't know if you have anything at your studio. But we could work, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Nobody would call me back. Nobody I would call me back. <laughs> I got to the point where I stopped even saying that. I would just leave a message, not say anything about her or me, myself. Like a long time ago, I just don't, I won't leave that on a message. It got to the point too with things like, I think she wanted uh, the last several years she's wanted to go to summer camp. Right? I won't say anything about her to them mm -hmm. until we're there, or I, I try not to tell them things right up front, right away, because I do feel like then you give them information to use against you. But it would be good to just have, to be able to just create things. Because it's it's not, it's really not that, com I don't think it's that complicated. Mm -hmm. Especially if parents are willing to be involved. It, it's more, it's less complicated than people think it is. And I think mm -hmm. the first step is just to say yes. Because the, the place I'm calling doesn't know that I have Jaden with a BCBA that could come and support him while he's there. We'll just make it like, an, like they don't even know all the details. They just assume, like, I want to just drop them off. Like, here you go. And what special needs parent would do that? Like, you guys, like, would you ever do that? with? I would never drop her. No, never. I don't drop her off anywhere. It's so <laughs> funny. Even, like, I was at a birthday party with really good friends recently. And she's like, you can leave. Like, the place, you know, because of COVID doesn't want parents to stay. I'm like, I can't leave her here. Yeah. Like, we all know how that's going to turn out. I will be yeah. here. Yeah. 
I wouldn't either. And I think that everywhere is just so close-minded to the possibilities. And it's funny because we're the parents that are willing to pay you X amount. Like, we understand. Like, what is, like, we'll pay double the fee. We'll pay for an extra teacher. Like, what do you need me to do to help you make this successful? We're so willing to participate and bend and fold. Where I don't the- know if I'd go that far, though, to say I'd pay extra or that I'd pay more. Then I get, I get on, like, a different thing with that because there's, there was a dentist here that was like trying to charge like a special needs behavior fee. And I was like, Nope, that's not happening. Like I no, I'm more talking about like more like pay for the extra support that would be needed to an extent. It depends. Yeah. To an extent, like for an activity. Yes. For yeah. an everyday thing for like a camp. No, I have like my, my limit. I have my, I think I have my buckets with how far I think it's appropriate to ask me. First of all, like I'll help my, I'll like I'll come, I'll help and do what I can do. But I feel like there becomes a, there's like a line for me where it becomes not okay. Like it, it shouldn't cost me four times, so it costs another family to go do an activity. Yeah, that's I, how it is. Like most I'll volunteer and help out though. Like I can't send Jade into a summer camp that I don't have the, that kind of funding or like no. five grand for the summer. Like I don't have that, and I don't have. I'm never going to have that, I don't think. Honestly, let's be real. I'm not going to have, like, an extra five grand laying around for a summer camp. I used to do it. I used to send her to daycare. We're not talking about camp. We're talking all year long. Daycare with an RBT for, what, 40 to 50 hours a week. I'm still paying that bill. Like, she hasn't been there in years. Like, I'm still paying that off. It's like, like, that's why I say, like, I used to be, okay, okay, I'll do, 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 so she can. But now I'm like, oh, no, at some point. This is a group effort. It can't just be me just whipping out my credit card nonstop. So I think there's girl. I got some good air miles on my feeding clinic. Ten thousand dollar bill. I was like, you take Visa <laughs> or Mastercard. I do half and half. Whatever. Just try them till you get it through. Jeremy changes the codes on the safe because, like, I just like the car. Like, I, like fine. I like in situations like where I have to escape. Where, like, they're just, behaviors are crazy. They're not, the place we're at isn't trained. Like, we'll go to the zoo. And the mm-hmm. worker is, like, mad at a Jaden because he's on the floor. I end up just buying him whatever he wants and whatever gift store to get us out of there. Because people are so judgy. And, like. Do you say anything when someone says something? Yes. I Sometimes. I do now. Sometimes. But I also am like you where I don't give it as much energy. But it's hard sometimes to not say anything. (laughs) I I just don't, I don't have the audacity to say anything to anybody in public about their parenting. The only, the only thing I've ever done was there was like a kid running and some mother had like another kid in her hand. I think I grabbed her kid and I just handed it to him. Like, here, here's your kid. Like, that's useful. That's, that's not me saying, watch your kid. Watch your kid. Yeah. Like, we need places where we can go that we don't have to apologize all the time. Well, you don't feel like you're having to make excuses for your kid all the time, right? And then apologizing. Apologizing for it. Um, And actually, her dance teacher did say, or no, her OT said, um, because we talked about it, and she said, talk to them about it. She said, um, you know, about maybe doing some kind of class um, for kiddos. And 
She said, people are scared of different. They don't know. They're just scared of different if they don't know it. And so I was like, oh, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. She's yeah. like, so what if she twirls and spins and taps and hums and does whatever she does? They just, it, that's, that's not what they're exposed to. So they don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, the little girls, they were, they were a little snitty to be honest with you. <laughs> Might have had words with an 11 year old. I don't know. I just saying, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you know, um, cause they stared and, and it, it, it was different to them. They probably really never been around another kid like Kaya, right? So, you know, Kaya doesn't have a lot of personal space. So she's kind of in your face and, um, you know, she's like the hi kids, you know, and when the girl's like, hi kids, I kind of mocked her. And I was like, you don't have to do that. What you can do is say hello if she says hello to you because they weren't like responding to her. And she's standing there, like she's standing there. She's a human being standing right beside you. But these little girls probably, again, had not been around. And this is what her OT and I were talking about. And then, um, so her dance teacher invited them in to dance with Kaya. And then it changed that whole um, sort of dynamic. And then now when we come in, they're like, hi, Kaya. You know what I mean? So it was like exposing them to the difference. Um, and it's okay. I mean, yeah, and I think that inclusion benefits the other children too. Yes, just as like, much, if not more. It, it exposes them to difference so yeah. that when they are in a situation as an adult, they're not the ones that are coming at me telling me, I don't look handicapped. I get that. I've got that. Or around another kid. You know, where I have another... parked in a handicap and I've been told, you don't look handicapped. Like, I, I'm not, thank God, but my kid that I'm about to get out of the car and put in his adaptive wheelchair right now so he doesn't run across Costco. Like he, he, is, so, yeah. he is. So I'm going to continue on. Is that okay with you? And they usually stop. But it's like, I would never say that. Maybe my 20-year-old self would have said that. But I don't even think my 20-year-old self would have said that to somebody's face. Mm -mm. No, it's so many or so many things you can't see. That's and I think that's the lesson that would be very important to have these kids out in the community. Like they can't just be hidden in a classroom at school. They have to get out into the community. They have to get that exposure and the community needs the exposure as well because the community has to grow and they're not going to grow if we're hiding in our house. That's nothing. I, I've watched your video. Kaya's an amazing dancer at, with her ballet. She's She's very composed. Like she's very. She doesn't get that grace from me. I'm not gonna can take no credit for that. No, I didn't do well at ballet. I think I I'm went not get that my, grace from me. <laughs> I was like coloring in the office, and they were, they told my mom like, okay, maybe it's not a good idea. She comes back because she's coloring and not doing any of the dancing. Like I had no interest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She loves it. I'm super happy. Proud of her. I have yeah. to tell you right now. Allie doing dance has been amazing. She looks forward to it every week. Like that for me is yeah. like having something that you like to do and you learn mm -hmm. something. And what I think is awesome when I saw them performing, like I think what my comment was when I posted the video is with patience and with the right team, look at these kids. Like there's all these kids here dancing together. And, you know, I talked to some of the other parents, the one, the other little girl has behaviors just like mine. Like we both talk about some of the things that we've, I'm like, to think that like they've come so like they, by day by night like they're they're dancing and they're doing it and it's beautifully and it's yeah and it's they're following directions they're listening they're enjoying it they're having fun it's just 
It's, I don't know. It's just, it's life changing for me to see. And then you, on the flip side, have parents that understand and you can speak to while your kids are dancing. Like, it gives you, not your a typical life, but it gives you five minutes of being able to breathe and not feeling like you're a crazy person. Because I always feel like everyone is so chill in the room and I'm, like, sweating and, like, ten steps ahead <laughs> of every other person trying to figure out what may be on his mind that he may go do. Or I'm, like, scanning, like, oh, he's going to go up that or he's going to climb that or that's going to be – he's going to bolt right out that door when they open it at one point. You know like, – <laughs> What's funny is the first couple months of dance, it was mandatory we had to stay. And I'm like, well, I wasn't going anywhere anyway. Like, that's fine. It wasn't a bother for me. And so we'd all sit there and watch and chat and whatnot. And then after a while, they're like, oh, the parents, we're not going to have you stay anymore. You're going to leave. And I'm like, well, what? <laughs> Are you sure? Where am I going? So, I mean, I'm always outside but <laughs> or nearby. But it's a, it's interesting to see that they're actually thriving without the parents there, which is interesting that's why i didn't know that my daughter was going to jump on the back of her teacher at the little at the little show. i think sometimes like i i always say i think sometimes she does better with it not at that dance i i love watching her i it just it, it really is laura it, it's that kind of surreal sort of moment watching her because it's like definitely something i never thought she would do um but yeah i don't know it's it's wild it is. It's like one of those experiences where like, you're like, wow, I never thought we would get to this point or that she would love something because Jackson loves soccer. And I would love to find something that Jaden loves as much as Jackson loves soccer. Have you guys ever tried karate? Like my daughter actually does okay with karate. No, Just, but that's a good idea. But we have a good, I mean, here, the master that we have is really down to earth and he Sometimes he needs to yell at her, but she listens to him most of the time. Like he can get her to. I think that would be things. another good thing for Jackson because he's listening and like. I actually recommended karate yeah. because the concentration, the focus that it requires, um, it's very grounding. They say there is no special needs karate class here too, so it is it is her with other kids. So it's it. I'll say we have really good days. We have, we definitely have had some bad, but we keep, but it's, it's something where I don't have, like, if it's just terrible, I'll be like, all right, we're leaving and we'll leave. I'll just come back next time. It's not, you know. Oh, that's nice that it's not, it's not, you know, oh, and two strikes, you can't come back. It's not that situation that we've, we've dealt with in other kinds of situations. Where you scoop and go, you scoop and go. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We always have a getaway car, me and my husband. Like, okay, who's going to be the go car? Like, who's going to have be, like, the one that's scooping and running? Like, who's pig going? And we always designate that before every game or before every real outing that requires more than, like, an hour. We, like, two cars. Make sure you have two cars. <laughs> yeah. Keep the car running. <laughs> <laughs> that commercial. Where's yeah. Daniel? Yes, yeah, you know, dance, karate. She does his swimming lessons, but they're private lessons. So I think that contributes a lot to why. I was told my son would never be able to swim or understand swim lessons. That kid had a patient teacher who was just maybe 
she might be 25 now. She might be. And it took a while. It just took patience and constant, like, and her having things that he likes. And I'm telling you, she would throw those letters to the bottom of the pool. Once she, I said he liked letters, the next day at their lesson, she had, oh, look at all these letter things I found. I went to the, she went to the store and got them special so that he could dive for the letters and scoop them up while holding his breath. Like, now he swims to the point where I'm having. She thought that said the box, like he likes letters. So how can I incorporate this into? Yeah, yeah that's actually really smart. Amazing. That's great. Right, and it just took a person with an open mind, and she told me straight up, "This might take longer than it takes your other son." And I said, "I wouldn't think it would be normal if it didn't take longer." So, like, we'll continue until you say we don't have to continue. Yeah, or until, until you realize. Yeah he's good and we did and now i'm having a pool belt i never thought i would have a pool belt after his eloping and all those things but now i feel okay i just think i'll find him swimming all the time but you know you give what and take yeah that's good that we're i think for us it's working too is because we did we have considered in the past and there's always all these rules oh well she's going to be thrown in the pool and i'm like no no we're not doing that this is actually with an RBT doing it, which is kind of amazing for me. Just the because she's afraid of water, and the sky's got her face down in the water, floating in the water, holding her breath, jumping in. It's Did she have an issue. She had an issue once in the water, right? And then she never wanted to go back I, in. Is that what? It she was? went to a daycare that had a pool a long time ago, and I had I was going to get swimming lessons there. That was, and the lifeguard there because she used to hang on the steps, and she was nervous. They, they like pulled her in the pool and I guess the feeling of dropping with wearing the life jacket and that, that feeling of being immersed in the water freaked her out. She was screaming and it was just like a scene and I don't think she ever went back in the pool or she might have like only gone on the steps. She never went back in the pool, like actually in the pool after that because she was so freaked out by it and just so she was just hysterical That's crying awesome. and we went years without her wanting to go in the pool all because that's a prop though like that's awesome. i don't know who would like what what possesses you to pull a, a three or four year old kid who's crying who just is obviously uncomfortable like what possesses you to, to the like, water yeah what is wrong with them standing on the stairs like this is the stuff i don't get like See, pick your battles <laughs> that's always my say like why is that somebody's thing for the day See, this swim teacher that I chose, she was teaching babies at my community pool. Like, babies. I'm talking, like, 10-month-old babies. So, I was like, excuse me. Hi. <laughs> so, like, okay. like, I went and talked to her about, because the babies are nonverbal. Jaden is now, like, you know, he doesn't conversate, really. But he gets his point across. He uses words. He has words. He can label 90% of everything so it's just like getting them out um to communicate but I was like if she can teach a 10 month old how to swim yeah they're not verbal she didn't sound verbal like this could work and my husband's like you're crazy don't go over there I'm like I'm going <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good conclusion though and that's like a good observation to make that's really interesting I mean I thought my I thought I was gonna have a kid that was gonna swim by one potty trained by two eat gourmet meals and Same. vegetables I and before i had a child I, vegetables. I was like my kid is not going to know what a happy meal is and i'm like 
Not only does mine know what one is, mine knows how to order one to be delivered. <laughs> on her own, from your phone. On her own. Oh, my God. I know, it's just, it's just so funny when those parents, though, that are, that are like, judging you in public when your kid's doing something at one of these activities will say something to you like, oh, my kid would never. And I'm just like, <sighs> you know what I think silence because I was like that. I I literally think now like I felt bad for those people because you feel like you have to be that perfect and do all those things that I just now pity you because you know yeah maybe your kid will never do that but guess what I learned real quick I don't ever say never and that my potential never say better. never my ten children were Are light we goonies years. now <laughs> they were light years more behaved than my actual children <laughs> I know my my like kids that I had before I had kids were just so awesome <sighs> I know and they definitely ate everything I made them and yeah. no Jackson right yeah, they now were like has to have a bite like I'm doing feeding therapy with him like Jaden got I observed it enough so now I'm implementing it with Jackson because he has a lot of food aversions. So now I'm implementing the food therapy that Jaden yeah. got. And I paid a lot of money for that to Jackson. Yeah. Because lick the chicken. Know, just lick it. Just touch just it. Be in the same room Feel with it. it. Just be just in the same room with it. it. Yeah. Just, it, just it say hi to plate. it. I said to Allie, I'm like, whatever food it is, I'm like, can you say hi to it? She's like, hi, whatever it is. And I'm like, can you touch it? Can you lick it? Can you like put it near your mouth? Can you smell it? We like go through all the and then sometimes she gets so pissed with me. She's like, she'll just take the fork, put it in her mouth to eat it. She's like, there, I tried it. I don't like it. Go away now. <laughs> That's Jackson today. He was like, but I tried this before. And we're like, yeah, we wrote that because we've been writing down what he's eating. We're like, yeah, and you wrote, you said it was not bad. So now you're having it. And he's like, I have to eat this for dinner. <laughs> Like, I'm never going to give that answer again, then. Is what he said. He was like, he was just so alarmed tonight when he had to eat dinner. But I think it's good that he is getting exposure to new food. And that I think that it's good that he has observed all Jaden's therapies. Because now, when I'm, like, putting it to him, he under he sees how far his brother came. That he kind of like, okay, I'll try it. Okay, I'll try it. Because we told him if he eats our dinner every day, we'll give him a dollar for his allowance. That can be his allowance. Want to give me a dollar for every day? I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I wish somebody would pay me for every, every I mean, calorie. I made this mistake of I used to use like those LOL dolls because she's obsessed with them to do things and now everything I can't even give her a dollar. It becomes like, no, I want an LOL doll. And I'm like, yeah, that's ten dollars. Like like, I'm not giving you $10 to, like, lick a piece of chicken. Like, it's not happening. Like, <laughs> you know, our kids outsmart us. And I think, like, the world sells them short. And she's like, well, then I guess you just don't want me to eat it. It's fine. <laughs> I guess I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Just have nothing. I always say Jackson's, like, taking out a loaded bomb because you never know what he's going to say or do at any point in time or to anyone. No, and I think it's important, too, because... Before I was a special needs parent, I didn't get it. I didn't understand. I, you know, I always considered myself very, like, now I consider myself to be a nice person. Now I was yeah. very judgmental. I was very 
now that I am living a totally different life than I ever imagined, I was very judgmental and I was not the same person that I am today because today I see things and I can say, no, that person is struggling or, you know, I don't know their story or I I don't know that full picture. So I'm not going to automatically judge that person because their kids on the floor in Target you know, having a complete meltdown. I'm not going to stare. I'm not going to be that, those people. That's not me. But before being a special needs parent, I was right. I was like judgmental as can be. So I think that unless you live it in some capacity or- I've always said that. I've always said I could have never understood if I didn't actually have a child on the spectrum, because you and, I, and I've said this, and I'm kind of straying off topic here, but we've I've said this many times. If you try to explain a situation to somebody that doesn't have a child on the spectrum, you almost sound like you're exaggerating. Like people can't yeah. actually possibly imagine. Like probably can't imagine Allie. Like oh no, all of any you so tiny. You know what I mean? Like they they can't. People can't picture that. So I've always said it. It often feels like. People are judging that you're exaggerating. Sometimes, honestly, sometimes I wonder to myself, I'm like, wow, if I didn't have kids with these issues, would I have been that parent who's like, oh, the kid that's making a scene at sports, like, oh, they shouldn't be here. I, I always wonder, like, would I have been one of those people? And I don't know. I'm going to hope that I wouldn't have. I would, But then judging pre-parent me who had kids that were going to eat these fancy meals and all these things. <laughs> I don't know like I don't I don't know now because our kids are actually doing things and participating we're so willing to bend fold to accommodate to help to offer advice like I wish the school would ask me what do I think would be a better solution or what do I think would work you know before they did certain things like or if I was going to take Jaden to a sporting event, I would love if the person would ask me, what are the things that I need to know? And I just never get that far. I've never gotten that far. So I'll try with this baseball. Or maybe our kids are all still kind of young too. So. Yeah. And I, I, I guess the advice I would give is you're just ask. It doesn't hurt to ask, just ask, call and ask and, Keep calling and keep asking. And and if more people ask, then maybe they'll see needs for it. Or ask in groups. Now, like, before I even think about a sport, like, I'm like, hey, anybody I know interested in, like, doing this? So let's, like, approach. Like, if I wanted to start a basketball team or something, I'd probably find a bunch of kids before I even was to start the process to make sure it's not just, like, me and one kid. I'd want to make sure that there there was a need. Yeah, and I feel like we find we find, wind up in situations where we're like, for whatever reason, school uh, placements and things like that. We find ourselves surrounded by parents, and we don't ask. Like, you know, I could ask. Jaden's in a class full of boys. I I, I don't. I, there's one little girl. I could ask all them. Do you guys do? But it's just like. You, you get into situations where you could ask and you could find a tribe where you could go and actually have a group to start a thing. That's awesome. 
All right. Well, thank you, Jennifer, for joining us. Thank you and for having me. Of course. And uh, we will be sure to put all your links to Keeping Up With Kaya and your podcast, um, Table of Five, No Reservations. Yes, love thank that you for podcast. having me. Congratulations on your podcast, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you. Lots of fun. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Yes Day Inclusion. To leave us a voice message, please use the provided link because we'd love to hear from you.